Hi, it's Christy. And Heather. And before we get too far down the rabbit hole of who we are and all the things we want to discuss, we wanted to take a moment to talk about why we're doing this podcast. Over the last few years, Heather and I have been discussing all things dogs, and that really started from the moment we met. But our conversations took a whole different level when Heather sent out a dog behavior podcast recommendation to one of our friends in a group chat that we were both part of. So that friend did not take the bait um, and did not start listening to the podcast, but I did on the sly. And then I started messaging Heather. As I started to listen to the same podcast, we started comparing notes, bouncing ideas off each other, and our conversations got more and more in depth but often took place over chat. And we would have to say things like, okay, next time when I see you, can we discuss this in more detail? Often a message of, I have feelings in capital letters would be sent to signify that a really in-depth talk was needed to process what we had recently listened to or whatever we were considering. So as we expanded the podcast we listened to, we expanded our conversations and realized how amazing it was to have a safe space to talk about some of the uncomfortable dog topics that we didn't feel we could easily bring up in just any forum or group. Although I think we both would say we are blessed to be surrounded by amazing and supportive people inside and outside of the dog world. While we do not expect everyone to agree with us, for us to even always agree with each other, What we do want to create is a judgment-free space to discuss things that may not always be easy, popular, or simple in an honest and unfiltered way that allows people of differing backgrounds and opinions to hear and consider opinions that are quite possibly different than their own in a non-threatening way. So we hope you enjoy this journey along with us. Sometimes There's Side-Eye, a podcast about two friends having real and unfiltered conversations about dogs and people. My name is Heather Brendel. And I'm Christy McNeely. And we are here to hopefully have some thought-provoking conversations. Christy's laughing at me already. Go ahead, laugh. I wanted to say, (laughs) we're here to pump you up. (laughs) Maybe we are here to pump them up. I don't know. So we're here to pump you up and also hopefully have thought-provoking conversations. Yes. Also that. Also that. So we are also here with Christy's lovely Pitbull Lucy. So if you hear a beautiful brown potato in the background, (laughs) maybe panting a little bit, she is hanging out with us on this lovely New Year's Eve. How old is Lucy now? She is 12. 12 years old. She has noise phobias, so she is she is surviving tonight. Yes. <laughs> so basically, Lucy's on drugs. Yes. Yay, drugs. Yay. Um, anyway, so if you hear a little background, that's what we got going on. So we thought we would start out with an intro talking about who we are, where the heck we came from. Yeah. How we became friends. Yeah. Why are we doing this? Why the heck are we doing this? (laughs) I'm going to warn you straight off. Yes, there will be an E for explicit because definitely going to drop some bombs here and there. I'll try to tame it. (laughs) I will too. Yeah. (laughs) So if you have your children listening. Maybe cover their ears. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I'm going to let Christy start. Who are you, Christy? 
I am a Christy McGilly. I live in Arizona. My background is I came from a family that we did have a dog, an outside dog, until I was 13, 14 years old, and then no dogs until I was in college. But I am an animal lover. Nobody else in my family is. And I came from the belief that it was rescue dogs or nothing. There is no other option. If you do that, you're a terrible person. Uh, if you do that, if you, do that. If you, if you don't, don't do that, if you don't do that, you're terrible. So basically, yeah. I'm the devil. Right. Yes. And so we'll get into that. <laughs> um, that's my background. Well, do you want to um, go into your volunteer background? Yeah. Ooh. And talk um, about Lucy. Yeah. So right now I have um, two dogs living with me. I have Lucy, my 12-year-old pit bull. Um, I've had her for 10 years and she is, she's fantastic. She, um, I will often call her a jerk because she, she is. And that's sort of, it's sort of like living with a drunk Italian woman. So lots of gestures, things are very loud and expressive and, and that's who she is. And I love it. <laughs> And I will say she looks at me like she would like to flip me off at least once a day. But she is a very good girl. And then she is an amazing foster sister. And so I have a foster dog, Julius, living with me right now as well. So hopefully that will be temporary, but who knows? Yeah. Be. You and your <laughs> temporary been, in air quotes. Yes. It's been, it's been five months, so I think we should just plan on having more part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And then, so I, after I adopted Lucy 10 years ago, it was an interesting experience because I got her at Maricopa County Animal Care and Control. And I thought, I think, I think things could be done better. <laughs> like, like, Fair a, enough arrogant person uh, that doesn't understand the ins and outs. And so I thought I could dedicate some time to this. I, I could help, which about six years ago, I actually, it has been, it's been six years. I started volunteering with Maricopa County Animal Care and Control, and then um, a couple smaller organizations uh, from there. Um, and just, uh, that's where we met. Yep. So It's true. Yeah. How long, ago, how long ago do you think? Oh, like how friends. long were you volunteering when you we met the very first time? Probably four years already. Yeah, I, I think say. it's more than that because Tiago is going to be six, ma'am. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. So seven years. Oh, so we've been wow. Holy shit, hot damn. Okay, so we'll get into that. So I'm pretty wow. sure it's been seven years. So you've probably been a volunteer for longer than that. Oh yeah. So so basically, the years just <laughs> go by, and this is we what have no idea when you get old. <laughs> yeah. So basically, the conversation that just went on right there is pretty much how you can expect things to go. Chris, you being like, huh, and me going, huh, and then us just sort of sorting it out between yeah. the two of us. Absolutely. <laughs> would you consider yourself a pit bull advocate? I would. Yes and no. I think I'm a adopt dog advocate first uh -huh. and foremost uh -huh. um and pitbulls fall in there so yes yeah. i advocate for them but under the umbrella of dog sweet i would agree so anything else you want to add I, I will say i love my pitbull i don't yes. love every pitbull just like i don't love every any dog yeah <laughs> there's lots of really amazing dogs out there and there's not not so great dogs within yeah. each breed. yeah they're all individual that's what i that's how I will define yeah. being an advocate. Yes, I love mine. And she's amazing. But she is. <laughs> You've heard panting in the background. <laughs> I'm amazing. Yeah, that's her agreement. Yes. <laughs> I am 
How old am I? I am 43. Chrissy, how old are you? I'm 42. Okay. All right. So we're old ladies. Mm -hmm. And I grew up very differently than Christy. (laughs) And that is an understatement, but it is one of the really cool things about our friendship that we've discovered. So I actually grew up in Pennsylvania and my husband and I moved to Arizona in 2009. I Dogs have been a part of my life, my entire life. My parents actually showed basset hounds <laughs> before they had kids. You don't have basset hounds. Uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. But my first dog growing up was actually a beagle. Okay. Uh-huh. Named Puddles. Yes. Oh, that's cute. I know. He lived up to it. And somewhere there are pictures of me making agility courses for Puddles in the living room. His poor geriatric ass, I think he was like 10. (laughs) And I was like making like, you know, taking brooms and chairs and yeah, good Lord. So we had puddles, then we had a couple basset hounds and my mom became a groomer so that she could be home with us kids. So I got exposed to like a ton of different breeds, which was super cool. And then we got a golden retriever, which she was a wonderful dog, but so not the breed for me. And then we'll probably get shipped because we're busting on golden retrievers, but whatever. Um, It's not. No, they're wonderful, but not the dog for me. So Ashley was wonderful. And then we, let's see, I started to grow up and become my own person. And then my first dog as an adult living on my own was a greyhound, which I, you probably forgot, maybe. I have big living yeah, with that, yeah. I had her, she was a, off the track, and I had her for three months, and it just was not a right fit, which I'm sure is conversations we'll have at some point. But she was not the right fit, and the rescue was wonderful, and they took her back and found her the right home. And then I was like, holy shit, I can't be without a dog. So... My husband and I, well, now husband, then, I think we'd been together for like three months, and we're like, hey, let's get a dog. So we got a Rottweiler, which is brilliant, and that's another story. And hence down the road of Rottweilers for me, and my husband and I have been lucky enough to share our lives with a lot of dogs over the years. We've been together 20 years now, and we've had four pit bulls, three Rottweilers, and an English bulldog, Lord have mercy. Yeah, so my background is very varying, very varying. I love to go to dog shows. I believe in ethical, responsible breeding. I believe in rescue. I believe in being advocates for dogs like Christy. But my views on a lot of things have changed a lot. And (laughs) yeah, and I feel like a lot of those views have like, evolved and a lot of that has been through Christie's friendship same I would say my views have have changed significantly over the years and a lot of that is bouncing just ideas in and off open and honest space like okay I don't understand this Heather why would you believe these yeah. things or whatever yeah and being able to have that that conversation and then being given the space to like sit and think about it too yeah. and be like okay, well, why do I have the beliefs I have? Yeah. And what are, what purpose are those serving me? Yeah. You know, how are those serving me? And, and then how are we? And how is it serving dogs? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Huh. And like, what constraints do we as humans put on dogs? Sure. Yeah. And is it really the right 
thing to do. And I say right in air quotes because we're probably going to butcher that word. But still, like, it's very interesting. And so be prepared as the podcast goes on. Like, our views are probably going to change on things. Yes. If we're growing. I would hope so. Our views are going to change on things. (laughs) For sure. And I feel like as we continue to learn as humans, part of the reason we wanted to do this was because we want to sort of put things out into the world and discuss all different sides because we have very differing views and backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And it's like a food for thought type of thing. And at the end of the day, both of us, our common goal is living well with dogs and making sure that we're advocating for them properly. Do you think that's like fair? Yeah. And so, and people, people. yes, absolutely. Because advocating for owners, 100%. Do you want to talk about like the first time that you ever found out I was buying a dog? So we had just really actually just came from the shelter. We used to do blanketing at the shelter and, and we would go up to eat afterwards Mm -hmm. and catch up and, and things. So it's a whole group and Heather starts talking about, she found her puppy that she's buying and I keep looking around the table and nobody else seems surprised by this. And I'm like, what is happening? I don't understand. (laughs) And finally I was like, you're buying a puppy. We just came from a shelter full of dogs. Like get one of those, which opened up a conversation to why, well, why would you buy a puppy? Mm -hmm. Especially when you're familiar with, with the shelter system, Mm -hmm. seeing dogs, you had rescues. Mm -hmm. When I met you, they were, you had five rescues. uh, We had, let's see, we had who was still alive when Tiago came home? We had uh, Lucy, Remy, Layla, who were all rescue pit bulls. Daisy was gone. No, Daisy, no, was, Daisy was still there. Okay, so we had four rescue pit bulls and we had Cash, Cash. the rescue Rottweiler, yep. when we made the decision. By the time Tiago came home, Lucy had passed. Right. Yeah. Carry on. So, so they were all adopted. Yeah. And so I was I was like, well, how, how could this be? Yeah. And so that kind of started the conversation yeah. and then we were at a friend's house yeah. a couple weeks later and you started talking about you were going to do a contract yeah and my mind was blown and I was like a contract for a dog and I'll be honest I didn't even know ethical breeding existed yeah before I met you I I just and I don't know why like it just had never made I, I love watching dog shows on yeah. TV everybody watches the Westminster you know mm-hmm. like so I don't know why my brain did not make that connection. So so I'll clearly be the slow person on this yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I can relate to all the slow people out yeah. there. Like, who do not make those connections quickly? But you started talking about having a contract and then health testing. I didn't know health testing was a thing. And finally, one of our friends, as, as we talked about it, I said, I just don't, I just can't quite wrap my mind around it and this was like a super cool conversation Christy's so great about like asking a question in such a sincere way that even if she's asking you something that's like against your views or not even against but like questioning what you're talking about she's still open when it's an open-ended question it's not like a judgment so I felt completely comfortable even though I think this is only our second time hanging out (laughs) that I felt comfortable like answering because I also at my heart are I'm an educator I felt felt very confident in what I was doing. So yes. carry on. And so I finally do think uh, we had a really great conversation yeah. and and you, you answered all my questions and I said, I, I just don't know if I can wrap my mind yeah. around it. And this is a group of like five or six girls yeah. and another friend 
just ask the simple question, why? But why, Christy? Yeah. If if all the things, if she's doing all the things right, why can't you wrap your head around it? And I had to be honest and said, because it's a complete paradigm shift. Yes. And and I have to grapple with it a little bit before I can just say, oh, my paradigm shifted and it's yeah. fine. Because paradigm shifts takes time. Yeah. So, so that was really like the start of asking some of those questions and, and getting into almost into the weeds, but not in a bad way, but really getting in there and and digging in and figuring out, you know, what existed outside of the world of rescue. And I think, was it that night that I said to you, when he comes home, I just want you to come and meet him? Yes. Or was that later? Okay. Yeah. I think that night you said, when he comes home, you know, you'll have to meet him. Yeah. I want you to... I want you to see what a well-bred dog yeah. is like. I love him. Like, and by the time he came home, I was so excited yeah. to, to meet yeah. him, and, and I had clearly changed. Well, I think you were on your way, yeah. and I. So at that point, Christy and I had really bonded over training. I feel like yes, and our interest training. in that. And so I knew that if she met him and saw, you know, what I expected to have, that she would totally get it right away, mm-hmm. and. I mean, that's like, like I didn't convince Christy, Tiago convinced Christy. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. I feel like I would have gotten there eventually, but he definitely accelerated that process. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So that was, okay. So we said that Tiago is, God, do we have to talk about it? He's going to be six in February. It's bullshit. I know. So Christy mentioned that she has Lucy. I obviously have Tiago, who is my, how do I even explain enough? He's my everything. He's my heart and soul. And he's the dog I quite literally planned for 15 years. And I'm not shitting you. We'll probably talk about it at some point. But yes, I planned Tiago for 15 years. And I had many, many dogs over those years who were incredible dogs, Mm -hmm. incredible dogs. But I never had my heart and that is Tiago. And then we also share our life with Tater, who's an <laughs> asshole, everybody. He is <laughs> this dog. Like, I always liked him, but then when no, I dogs sat him, he's good. Oh, he stole my heart. Yeah. I love him so much. <laughs> it is. So there's a whole little, like, kind of as part of my shtick, a love-hate relationship between me and Tater. We adopted Tater when he was 15 months old from a great rescue in Oklahoma. He and Tiago are six weeks apart, and they were, he was adopted to be a uh, Tiago's ride or die. And they quite literally are. Because at the time we had two seniors, pit bulls that were, you know, needed to have a break from a young dog. And Tiago needed somebody to kind of roll with. So we got Tater. And then since then, our ladies have passed on. We lost our last pit bull lady, got three years ago, next Mm -hmm. month. So then since then, we've had two dogs. And it is our first time only having two dogs since... 2005. That's a long time. (laughs) So, and we're hopefully adding a third because we're insane, but that's another conversation. So basically that's us in a nutshell. I feel really lucky too that Lucy, like Lucy was a, she helped raise Tiago. Like, yes. Oh yes. Um, Yes. I was so nervous because I was like, well, what if like, what if something happens and like, there's a scar or like, could he still be a show dog? I don't know. (laughs) know what these things are um yeah because i had a short list of adult dogs yes. that i wanted to introduce tiago to and i and lucy was at the top of the list her, like, yep please don't screw this up oh lucy. my god and that was still early in our friendship yeah, you know i think we've been friends maybe six months at that point yeah. maybe because tiago came home in may 
And like, I didn't decide I was getting him until he was eight weeks old. So that was pretty early into our friendship. And it was perfection. It was. Yeah, they had a great time. They did. And they're still best And they're so, like, I feel very lucky that Lucy loves both of your dogs. That's that's, true. They just have so much fun howling around. I know. It It is awesome to have someone who you love to spend time with that your dog also enjoys like spending time with their dogs it makes a hell of a lot easier to be friends (laughs) so that's basically like us in a nutshell so we really want this whole thing to be a thinking experience yeah yeah that sounds sort of weird yeah but no it has to be this way or that way but what our opinions are at this moment given the information we have yeah and like our experiences, and, our experiences. and yeah. sort of the journey that has brought us to where we are. Yeah. That's kind of our plan. So we hope that you will join us on this little adventure. We are going to be recording episodes whenever we get around to it yeah, and sure. dropping them, hopefully becoming on a regular schedule yes. for all of you. So we would ask that if you are listening to this and it sounds interesting, do the whole thing. Like it, share it. Like, what is the whole thing? Oh, give a review yeah. on whatever you're listening to. Yeah. Podcast. Let us know. Yeah. And we want to hear your comments. If you have thoughts, we're interested. Yes. So that's about it. Yeah. Everybody enjoy. We'll talk to you again soon.